on this week's Onion UK podcast. Are you a cat as well? Yeah. I'm a cat. I'm a lady cat, so I get double discrimination. Do you think that Steve Jobs' death was a PR stunt? What does it mean? Hello! Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This Hell yeah. Podcast 122, motherfucker. <laughs> 22. Yeah. Look at that. We can, that. can say whatever we, we want. We say worse things very frequently, Stuart. Like what? Uh, uh, Let's um, not start this podcast off with that. No. <laughs> Let's start it by welcoming back <laughs> Kez McDonald. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I've been away. Where have you been? I went to Denmark. Why? I'm writing a book about someone who lives in Denmark. Who? Hans uh, Christian Andersen. Brilliant. Yes. Hans Den- Christian Den- Andersen. Yeah. And then I went to Japan to see Asura's Wrath. Asura's Rage. That was fun as well. Is, is it possible to view someone's feelings? Is it possible to view someone's feelings? Oh, it's a right. It's I mean, a video hey, game. You, yeah, it's a video game for consoles. It was a very good joke. Everyone laughed. Oh, can we, can we switch off Tom's mic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been away. I'm back now, though. You are back. It's quite nice being in an office. Do you feel different? Yes, I feel changed. You look different. I feel changed by the 18-hour flight from Seoul. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, boohoo for me. Are you going to introduce line. everybody else? Uh, yeah, you're Stuart Reed. Yes, he is. Uh, Chris Tilly. Hello, pod people. Sad Chris Tilly. Oh, you haven't said that in a while? No, no, it's nice, isn't it? And happy Tom Butler. Badger. Badger. Why is Chris Tilly sad? Is that an existential question? Boring football stuff. It's related to football and supporting the wrong team. Mm. But hey-ho. Did your team team. not win against the other team? My local team, not a glory hunter, Alex. Is that right? Obviously not a glory hunter. No. <laughs> He's a glory hole hunter. <laughs> yes, he is. He's one of those, yes. Uh, oh, God. What? You just ruined my life. Keza, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've been jet-setting. Uh, what about you, Tom Butler? You've been doing something interesting. Uh, yeah, I only slotted it in here because um, I seem to be having a bit of a uh, an argument with people on Twitter about Vita. Because I took it was home over the weekend. Yep. And I literally can't see the point in the little thing. Sorry. <laughs> you talking about the Vita it. at your penis? Yeah, I could. Hey! Yeah. But yeah, I took it home to play with it and I... And your Vita. Good. Brilliant. Good. <laughs> Too much. But yeah, I, I just just playing devil's advocate in, in saying I don't think it's I very good. That, yeah. Is, is, is that a demo? release title? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem with it, Tom? I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, PlayStation Vita, wh- why don't you like it? I just don't think it does anything new or interesting. It's just a load Two of... touchpads. Yeah, so what? Two touchpads. Little Deviance I thought was quite cool with the touchpad, but yeah. uh, that lasted about five minutes of fun. Yeah. And the game I played the most was Everybody's Golf, which probably is a game I could play on my iPhone. Did you, you know? play Wipeout? Uh, I played it for uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Wipeout's great. Eh, it's Wipeout, isn't it? It's nothing new. But you could say that about so many games. Though. But that's what I'm saying. But, but I just don't think there's anything there that's making me go, ooh, yeah, I want that. Try Gravity Days or Gravity Rush? Gravity Rush, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. But again, it's not like something I haven't... You couldn't play on PlayStation or it's Xbox true. or... You know. Sound God, such a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Uh, I like Vita. Well, at least I think it's got potential. Yeah. Um, and I, I wrote a piece this week about um, Wipeout and the crossplay feature, which I think if they make more of, I think it's really, really interesting. Did you get yeah. retweeted by anyone, anyone interesting when yeah, you wrote that feature? Yeah, the president of uh, Sony Worldwide Studios, Shuhei Yoshida. Shuhei Yoshida. That's how you pronounce it. Shuhei. Shuhei. Are you now DMing him? Hmm. What, kicking him in the nuts with Doc Martens? Yes. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Weird. Can I ask a question? And it's a historical question. Why is the middle E, or why is the E in Wipeout always in capital letters? 
because it looks funky in it, or at least it did in the mid '90s when they invented it. Yeah. Do you that remember it? that? Do you remember that trend of random capitalization in the mid '90s? No. It was um, oh god, it's Design Designers Republic. Is that they were called? I think they they were the kind of uh, designers mm. studio that were brought on board to make PlayStation and Wipeout cool. Right. And it's just kind of stuck. Okay. Ever since. I think it was a drug reference. Oh, could have been. Do you? Yep. Mm. No, I don't. Okay. Sony did put it in clubs, didn't they? Wipe yeah, they did. Yeah. The, the original PlayStation. Yeah. But going back to my point about crossplay, if that goes in other games, like if you can play FIFA uh, on uh, Vita against uh, people playing on PS3 while you're on the bus or whatever, that's like wicked that's cool, cool, man. Yeah, it's wicked cool. I know. Maybe you should capitalise the E in your name. You think? Yeah, I mean, that'd be really cool. <laughs> okay. And you, Keza, as well. I'll just put random full stops in my name, like Will I am. Yeah, or start. Yeah. What would you capitalise in your? Um, probably the silent K. Really? Yeah. Where do, where does the K fit? Um, it's in quite a few times. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just silent, so you've never heard it. I think we did <laughs> see this this week. Someone managed to make the PS Vita play stuff like Battlefield Three, didn't they? We might be talking about that later on. It's not, on the, running order. not, on, the running it's not order. on the running order. No, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> okay. Yes, they did, which I think is pretty cool. If that's you see something like Battlefield 3 running on it, it's really impressive. But isn't that kind of what they're going to do with the Wii U as well, that you can kind of just stream the games from your main machine? Is yeah. that the whole kind of point of it? Yeah. It is the whole point. And it's not it? a hack, is it? Because Sony are going to release this for the Vita. Yeah, but yeah. it's not officially supported yet. That's not why yet. it's a no, hack. No. But, yeah. I mean, essentially someone's made the firmware... It's made it's yeah. made the firmware believe that the PS Vita is a mobile phone. It's not very interesting, but it's like a minor hack that means that stuff that isn't officially supported can be used. Like, some things don't work quite right, but it looks gorgeous. I mean, mm. I, I like the idea on live style of yeah. being able to play Uncharted 3 and then get on the bus and play Uncharted 3 and then sit in the office and play for a bit in my lunch yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, good, that's, good idea. That's what will make... Uh, Vita a success. That's the point of the Wii U, though, as Stu points out. Mm. Yeah, but not on the bus. No. We don't know about no. that. Well, you can take the tablet with you and, and play things, but we don't know the extent of that functionality yet. Mm. We'll find out. Really at long E3. Ethernet cable. Really <laughs> long. <laughs> <Ethernet. Yeah. laughs> Nintendo's vision is to have Ethernet cables crisscrossing the yeah. urban landscapes of the world. Absolutely. I've got some news. Xbox 720 will be six times more powerful. Six times! Than I'm going to put an echo on that. Generation. Say six times again, really loud and slowly. Six, six times. times! Brilliant. More powerful <laughs> than current generation consoles. What does that mean? It's going to be six times Imagine more powerful. Imagine your current console yep. that times that by six. <laughs> I can't quantify that. I can't I understand it. <coughs> I can't comprehend it. Right, here's the problem. It doesn't matter how powerful you make the console, you still need an exponentially larger number of people to make games that can take advantage of it, surely. Like, surely you're going to need 300 people to make a game that uses all that processing power. Probably. That's ridiculous. You're going to have to design every centimetre of it. But what does that mean? It, mean <laughs> <laughs> it means, Tom, a new era from middleware. What, what it means oh, yeah. is, is better middleware. graphics. But is that all we're going to get? The graphics no, no, no. are going to be so much better, your eyes will not believe it. Yeah, you're right. Are we, are we going to venture even further into Uncanny Valley? Where's um, that? Huh? Where's that? Uncanny, you know. Well, the idea is that we get out of it. We dig our way <laughs> out of the valley. and. Yeah. <laughs> It's I just, not, uh, it's, it's just not you. Loading times. Get rid of loading yeah, times the and then I'll be happy. You know how you have to stop and wait for an adult to open a door for you in most FPSs? Yeah. Well, that will stop because we've got more memory. Like, I mean, the Xbox and the PlayStation 3 have awesome graphics in it, but their memory is pretty shit. So that's what will improve. That's all I want. No loading times. Yeah. So, you still anyway. have loading times, though, aren't you? Probably, is, maybe not. I mean, if it's not? got enough memory to preload everything you need. you will. But then it's not, it's, well, but it's not memory, is it? I mean, it's... It, it, 
Go on then. You so anyway, if I can air. finish this news story, this yes! is based purely on graphics hardware. Graphics. Oh, so it's still going to have like. So uh, the the tech uh, that apparently goes into production later this year mm-hmm. uh, will be based on uh, Radeon HD six six seventy, which supports Direct X eleven. That's multi display output, three D and ten eighty p HD. Yeah, it's one of the finest uh, graphics cards. That's called that. It is. But what but does it mean? It's currently got a market value of eighty dollars. I'm so bored. Eighty dollars, which is a bit shit if you ask me. Mm, yeah. So that's current market value. This is, so uh, again, this is from a source close to IGN. It's so close, he's in my pocket. Hello. Um, it's coming out next, uh, sorry, not next, uh, in t- 2013, October or November. Right. So by that point, the market value of that chipset is probably going to be about a quid. Yes. Does anybody believe any of these rumours anymore? Why yes. not? Because the but MCV one turned out powerful. to be nonsense and the whole kind of reveal at They could announce that it had a buttery biscuit base and I would not care anymore for it <laughs> right yeah. now. Literally, okay. I'm so bored of it. They've that not even announced nice, it. And this doesn't happen. Mm. Buttery biscuit base Xbox. Yeah. That would be good. Buttery oh, biscuit a, Xbox. A, a nice digestive base. Oh, that's what my favourite <laughs> bit of a cheesecake is. The a digestive base, base. yeah. Is good. it? Yeah. Not the actual cheesecake itself. The <laughs> base. I just think the combination of the two is is a, is winning. Winning. Yeah. Winning. Lemon, I think Chris Tilly's genuinely vanilla-ish. Oh, no, not a fan of lemon. No. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm a fan of, like, forest fruit. Chocolate oh, cheesecake. Really? Yes. <laughs> Chocolate cheesecake. Is it an abomination or a delicious, delicious treat? Fuck, I'm going to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to anyway, walk out for the first time. Add this last nugget. It's going to be a 20% greater performance uplift than the Wii U. Oh, right, right, okay. <laughs> Move on. Gain what does it mean? <laughs> Readers, if you know what any of this means, then please do. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. That, that would be fantastic. Please help us. Uh, Kezi, you got some Microsoft news. Microsoft are ditching Microsoft points and instead doing a thing where they make it region-specific. Cold hard cash. Yes, this is a good idea because Europeans currently pay, pay loads more for Microsoft points than we do, for instance. I was talking to the well, people... Aren't we, aren't are we, we are Europeans? Europeans? Mainland Europeans. Okay. Sorry. We'll just do the People in the Eurozone. People who in, in yes. Britain. People in the Eurozone, yes. Mm. I was I was talking to some people in Denmark because I was in Denmark. Oh, were, were you? you? And, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some Danes. Yeah, I was talking to some Danes, and they were saying because we're talking about limbo and um, the, the amount that limbo cost, and they were like, I don't understand. It's the cost of two beers, and obviously Microsoft points over there are slightly cheaper. So it actually right. was, and also beer is really expensive. So it was the cost of two beers <laughs> oh. for us, though. Cost of four beers. Chris, are you See? walking out? Because I'm going to come <laughs> with you. Just tell me how much it is. I, I don't know. Probably one of those boxes <laughs> that get posted yeah. away. Uh, it was a tenner here and like 15 euros, I think. Which so is that's what, 12 quid. That's probably uh, three beers. This is a really boring piece of God, news. Do you yes. know what? They're they're getting rid of minor discrepancies in currency flux. Currency stuff. I think it's nice though because whenever it says 800 Microsoft points, I'm always like, oh, what is that? Yes, you say. Know. What's the line you say? You say, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? 800 Microsoft points. What does it mean? Does it gives you brain exercise. That's what you're saying. It's You like Microsoft points because it exercises no, your brain. I hate brain. it because I always have to go and Oh, you it. hate it. Okay, yes. okay. Uh, I heard that PlayStation are introducing micropayments. Did you hear this? Yes. Really? Oh, so uh, free-to-play thing. games. Uh, maybe Microtransactions. Coming? Yeah, microtransactions, yeah. What they already do it in PlayStation Home. Micropayments. Yeah. Same sort of thing. But that's more like little bits of money. Tiny little <laughs> coins and little tiny notes. <coughs> well, let me get my tiny purse out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing it in PlayStation Home, as all nine people who've ever played PlayStation Home will know. 
You don't really play PlayStation Home, do you? You that's go in there. It's a creepy exist. world, is you PlayStation exist. Home. You look around, look at people dancing, just go, what the fuck is all this about? And then I got quit. I got kind of into PlayStation Home in Japan because the Japanese PlayStation Home spaces are even weirder. Have like, you been to Japan? A couple of times. <laughs> <Did you know laughs> that? Recently? <laughs> yeah, actually. Good. But yeah, the <laughs> Tilly. Rescue us with some movie news. I wish I could. <laughs> oh. I think I even need to kick off with an apology to the three people who tune in to listen to the movie news each week because <laughs> i got nothing this week. Oh. Oh, the headline of the story is The Crow remake moves ahead. Brilliant. The that's crow. pretty much the story. Oh, that's good. Do that again. The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I, enjoyed I love that. the crows in Dumbo. Who doesn't? I think I've they're terrifying. I've never seen Dumbo. What? They look like a little like band, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Aren't they like, like horribly racist? All. Why? Are you getting them confused with the black crow? <laughs> no. Now that's racist. No, I do love the black oh, crows as well. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd been racist. No. Well, so what's happening but with the, the, the crows in Dumbo week? were racist though, weren't they? Why were they racist? Because they were like a jazz band. Why is that racist? Crows can play jazz. Yeah. Well, they can't. Can no, they? they can't actually. Can <laughs> they? No, they can't. Now I think about it. Um, do we care about a crow remake? I don't even like the original crow. Oh, I like the original crow. What it's is right. the crow? It's funny when he dies. What's a crow? Oh, what? It's not. No, it's not. What, are you talking about Brandon Lee? That was sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've got a new director. Uh, You're the in bloke a dark who did 28 today, Weeks Later is not doing it anymore, and a bloke who did the film called Before the Fall is doing it. Honestly, I'd, I'm losing the will to live reading it out. <laughs> Chris, so, you're bringing the mood down, man. So there you go, move on. Gaming news. God of War 4. <laughs> Siphon Filter 4. Oh, coming! Maybe. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, UK magazine Play uh, did a... They did a feature that says the ten, 10 games that will be announced this year. And according to one of their spies, who are apparently is on the money every single time, they will be announced both this year. Both announced this year. Cool. That exciting? Yep. That's exciting. I'm not sure about Siphon Filter 4. The uh, PSP versions were all right, but then I got a bit bored of it. Um, but anyway, Siphon Filter is going to be developed by, uh, apparently, uh, SCE London Studio, not Sony Bend, who have been doing the previous ones. Sony the people Bend. down the road? Yes. That's cool. The people who do SingStar. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They've done a good job a with that. Maybe it's a radical departure for <laughs> Gabe. You know the Americans haven't heard of SingStar? Never made, a, never made an impression over there. Americans uh, that, don't know it exists. Uh, well, they do, because Greg Miller used to go harp on about it Yeah, on but IGN. he's the PlayStation editor of IGN. Okay. People who aren't the PlayStation so editor of IGN Some Americans do, it. but as generally they don't know. Yes, it's yeah. more of a Europe thing. Maybe they just don't have the culture where people go back and get drunk and Sing. play SingStar. No, they go to bars and get drunk and drive <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. What? what? How is that offensive? I don't Dan, understand. Farewell, American listeners. Dan Kilby is convinced that God of War 4 is going to be set in the modern day. What? Yeah. He said that there was some post-credit sequence at the end of God of War 3, which was like set in... Like the Middle East, and there was soldiers and stuff. I was like, Dan, I think you've imagined it, but he he's convinced it's going to be set in modern day. <laughs> well, let's see it. Maybe he's called it right we now. Can, we yeah, can quiz him on that next time he's in the podcast. Absolutely. Oh, is that going to happen again? Never. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what a scoundrel. Um, Apple. Apple have had a good quarter. Their first uh, uh, quarter of uh, 2012, their fiscal quarter, they've posted revenues of $46.33 billion. That's a net profit. So this is cash. This is money of 13.6 billion 
dollars. That, so much money, I can't. I can't. Know. What, I does can't that, com- what does that mean? <laughs> that means. They could, <laughs> can we call this podcast the "What Does It yeah. Mean" podcast? They could buy anything they want. Basically. Do you think that Steve Jobs's death was a PR stunt? Yes. You reckon he's still alive? Mm. Yeah, probably. He's probably hanging out with Elvis. Not out of Elvis. But he could probably Elvis. have afforded to get his brain frozen. Yeah, I was thinking that. Walt Disney and Steve Jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Futurama. Totally. It's yeah. going to yeah. happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Do you want to know what they sold? The actual amounts of things they sold. Go on. Was it do. Apple's core business? Boom! That's very good. Uh, <laughs> 37.4 million iPhones. Oh, that's taking a bite out of the in phone market. Three oh. months, in three that months. That was rotten. Uh... <laughs> And here's the thing, 15 and a half million iPads in three months. Core. Cool. 15 wow. and a... Core. Did you just say core? Cool? Good. You, you good. <laughs> but Tim Cook, their CEO, said Apple's momentum is incredibly strong and we have some amazing new products in the pipeline. I wonder what he's got cooking Oh, he's up. planted a seed there, hasn't he? Cooking apples. <laughs> <laughs> easy, like easy Granny Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're a bunch of cocks. Oh, you put your pink lady away. <laughs> All right, now we're just we're just naming apples now. Are we? <laughs> Apple, Rayburn, apple, pe- apple peel, <laughs> Rayburn, <laughs> uh, apple, apple pie, <laughs> uh, apple crumble. Get it back on track, Alex. Get it back on track. If you just said this podcast was, is beginning to crumble, that would have been oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, Edit on. that in. Edit why, that didn't, in. why didn't you uh, start the next segment? <laughs> I will. Uh-oh. What's that going to do with apples? You'll get this, listeners, in a few seconds. Uh, IGN is launching a new channel on YouTube called Start. <laughs> no, don't say it like that. What's going to be on Start? Is it loads of shows about pancakes? What? What does that mean? What does that mean? There will be. It's, it's going to launch on January the thirty-first with five programs. Uh, one of which is Up at Noon with Greg Miller, which is a Daily Style show featuring the IGN editor, which looks really good. It does look good. Looks funny. Um, but I can't talk about what the other ones are just yet. Mm. Can you mime them? He's going to he's oh going to mouth God. them now, and you can lip read him, listeners. So can you explain a bit more? Because uh, it's, it's for like uh, it's an official IG, uh, YouTube channel, right? It is, yes. So it's separate from the IGN channel. Yes. Uh, so it's separate content. It's completely separate content. We're producing it. Uh, IGN in conjunction with a TV broadcasting production company. Who also make proper TV shows. The, they make The US Office and MasterChef. Excellent. Uh, and, uh, and they're going to be original shows that you will not have seen anywhere else. They will be. And you'll be able to watch them on YouTube. Yes. Exclusively. <laughs> Is that <Yes>. right? <laughs> That's 100% you correct. Have a, you have an impressively fulsome understanding yeah. of the Start well Channel. Well done. This is cool. It's going to be exciting. Mm. Um, yeah. You can subscribe to the channel uh, already, youtube.com slash start. And we might even s- do a show later. I, do you know what? I'd love to hear our readers' pictures, TV ideas. Mm. That's right. Yeah. 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 Start. Well, we're going to be doing a Start show. Please tell us what you'd like to see from IGN yeah. Start as a TV show that <coughs> we could feasibly do. Or actually that we couldn't feasibly Small do Small medium. Well. Yes. We should totally do small medium. That or yeah. Not. Can we do something in 3D? No. I'd like to p- no? no. Stereoscopic. No, Let's do no, something no. IMAX. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, do send your uh, ideas for TV pitches. Uh, IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. You know, I'm going to be really boring now, but there is like an IMAX on YouTube. There's a special code you can put in and it will display a resolution of up to 4000 pixels. 
which is, is kind right? of like, yeah there's an iMac yeah there's a weird kind of we thing we should we should definitely shoot in that yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the only format they'll take in the scope of what we've got planned oh I like that that's big enough up a bit isn't it yeah twitter.com slash IGN UK facebook.com slash IGN UK are places where you can talk to us that is how you can talk to us trailer of the week trailer time bar this week we are looking at Call of Duty Elite starring Rob Riggle Rob Riggle who him Donny Diggler he's on the Daily Show um, with John Stewart he's one of the, his correspondents big chap yes uh, very funny he's, he's very, funny very funny yeah. I also think he looks a little bit like uh, IGN's President Roy mm. he does yep. mm. he does I'll give you that so, okay. so he's in the trailer is he he is uh, Roy Ooh, you've I'd done a good job on the trailer why don't, we, why don't we watch that right now let's do that what you said here are the things that I know to be true Experience is the path to wisdom. Camping is for noobs and hippies. Clowns are never to be trusted. Call of Duty is about kicking ass. And Call of Duty Elite is about kicking even more ass. <laughs> Sound off, players. How do you get this party started? How do you kick more ass? How do you get more um? How do you get more swagger in your wagger? How do you piss off the terrorists? How do you break up with your fiance? How do you disappoint your mom? How do you confuse your dad? What rhymes with dead meat? Woo, that's what I'm talking about. Let's do this. Is that good? I'm so, I've signed up. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Even, I don't even want it and I'm signed Billy. up. <laughs> so that's for them to get you to pay 50 dollars a year to get maps before other people i really can't believe well, that genuinely study heat maps yeah but yeah people do that people yeah. must do yeah oh, i love a nice heat map Ooh, hey, lovely heat good, map. Yeah. Ooh, see where people hang out um <laughs> if you buy the four dlc packs they are 16 no sorry 15 bucks a piece mm-hmm. equaling 60 dollars so you save 10 dollars by doing it plus you get all the other stuff that Elite offers. You get the Call of Duty Academy shows you heat maps and yep. it has like massive <laughs> weapon schematics. I'm not as good as him, am I? No. No. Um, but yeah. Good trailer though. Yeah, it's a good trailer. good trailer. Do you like kicking more ass? Yes. Hell yes. I think I bad attitude, right I like now, that. Actually. Is it bad assery or bad attitude? He says bad attitude. I think bad attitude is better than bad assery. Yeah. Last week I met the guy who directed the um, Sam Worthington Jonah Hill oh, really? Call of Duty trailer. I can't believe he's been nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> but we're talking about we'll that, that a bit. Yeah, he's a big Call of Duty player in real life, the right. director. That was a good trailer. Yeah, it was a great trailer. And he, we're going to try and get him in the office to play us at Call of Duty. Can oh he not God. direct a trailer with us in it? On that kind of scale? That would be good. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't we it? We could put it on start. someone else to pay for it. He's busy making Battleship starring Rihanna. Hey. Why, why are we not in it? Did Peter Berg make it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah, oh, that is awesome. Mm. <coughs> didn't I see a trailer for Battleship like two years ago or something? No, maybe six months ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> two years, six months. Time up flies. Stuart lives his life in dog years. Uh, that's <laughs> what happens when death comes a calling. Everything accelerates. Yeah. Hey. Eh? <laughs> good. So nice trailer. Very yes. good trailer. Well Sign up for Call of Duty uh, Elite now. God, or, I really can't speak don't. today. Or don't. Or, or don't. don't it's, yeah. so it's an option. So if you're not big on you heat maps, why wouldn't you be big on? Anyway, right. Oscars. Yeah, the Oscars happened. The nominations happened Well, the nominations, yesterday. yes. Do we care? No. No. Well, well let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> that was care. easy. No. <laughs> um, so, Hugo got 11 nominations. The Martin Scorsese film that Tom and I thought was a bit average. Well, yeah, most people thought average. it was very average, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just Maybe so. You guys it's only just hang so out worthy. With incredibly, mm. incredibly critical people. It looks lovely, but some of the performances are a bit wooden, and it's goes on a bit. Yeah, it's I just it's such a weird mismatch of a film. It's like a kids' film about something that happened two hundred years ago that no one cares about. But was the George, artist was George Melier two hundred years ago. Uh, yeah, mm. if in a hundred years' time. Brilliant. <laughs> when people uh, are listening to this in the future. The artist got ten nominations, and I think we know that that's going to win everything now, which is fair enough. Best of a bad bunch last year. Yeah, but the, the best pictures. Run through the list of what's up for a best picture. The artist, War Horse, The Descendants, Moneyball, Tree of Life, Midnight in Paris, The Help, and Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. I thought people hated The Help. <sighs> the Help was fine. I watched it on a plane. If you had to pick best picture out of those, which one would I you go for? I didn't see a couple that I think I would really like. Uh, out of those that I've seen, I would definitely say The Artist, yeah. And the strangest thing about Moneyball is that Bobby Kotick's actually not a bad actor. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I watched it on a plane and he's actually not bad at all in it. Was I he suppose he is playing a man with a lot of money. Is he uh, in it for a long time or? Mm, about five minutes. But oh, okay. he's good, you know. Right. He's, he doesn't stand out as that's... Well, obviously, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, it's Bobby Kotick, but he's good. He Did you like it? Did I really like Moneyball, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I know... At all about baseball, yeah. obviously, because I'm a British woman. Sure. But uh, I thought it was really compelling anyway, which I wasn't expecting. It was when I only ever really watch films on planes because then I'm literally forced to sit still for long enough to watch. I watched nine films on the way to and from Japan, including one three times. How did you do that? What did you watch three times? The flight's not even that long. I watched Crazy Stupid Love three times because it's got Ryan Gosling in it. I hated the ending though. That oh, the ending was the stupid. Score. I think that must have been inserted like post. Yeah, it did, like, the, it didn't the writer, sit right. yeah, the writer of that film would not have written that ending at all. No, the so, ending was terrible. So it's a great year for Ryan Gosling. He must have got nominated, right? Of course, he must have got nominated, but he didn't. Not at what? all. No. no. Was Drive not in there? No. Drive didn't no. get a Best Picture nomination. Ridiculous. Which, out of nine films, they nominated. It's yeah. absurd. Yeah. yeah. Also, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy not even up for Best Picture. No. no. That got a few nominations. The, the Brits, Gary Oldman. The Brits to look out for this time around are Gary Oldman, Kenneth Branagh. And does Meryl Streep count as she played Margaret Thatcher? No. <laughs> Why did The Tree of Life get nominated for Best Picture? It's it's not very good. It was a it, shit year. It, it, it just doesn't make sense, that, at all. It's a it's a it's an art piece. It's not a, it's not a fucking film. I just I just think it just, this year's nominations more than ever, just shows how out of touch the Academy is and how much of a... Sort of a a pals club that it is run by (coughs) white Americans. Yeah, no, it's really bad. Um, But then Scorsese used to be out of favour with the Academy a lot, didn't he? Because he he would never kowtow to the whole Hollywood thing. He'd stay resolutely on the East Coast and, and... uh, and they didn't like him for it, which is for donkey's years. He didn't even get a look in it. No, but now, now he started making average films. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, Jonah <coughs> Hill got nominated for an Oscar for hmm. Moneyball. Really? Yeah. He was good in that. Was he? Yeah. Have you not seen Moneyball? But, no. I do. But is it really a, an Oscar-winning performance? <sighs> I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Mm. But also, Tintin wasn't even Tintin shortlisted get nominated. for Apparently, animated Apparently, it film. wasn't eligible. It's not eligible for animated sh- film. I haven't maybe really... it should be eligible. Why? Why oh, isn't it eligible? Yeah. I think it's because it's based on it's a mocap. Yeah, capture, yeah. Well, that's, this is all getting a bit strange, now, isn't ridiculous. it? Ridiculous. Yeah. But, but is don't worry. But then you know, if you went back to the dawn of of animation with Snow White, that was mocap. That was in a way it was mocap because <laughs> they would they would film they would film people doing the movements and then they would they would How trace those They'd movements. Trace them, yeah. Rotoscoping. Rotoscoping, exactly, Tom. Ridiculous. Always wanted to say that. What rotoscoping? <laughs> You've just been waiting for years. Haven't you? Chico and Rita got shortlisted. What's that? 
animated film. Well, I guess that. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's supposed to be quite a sweet what's love story. For, what's that for animated film? Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. <laughs> Pussy Sorry. Boots. I'm sure it's great. Uh, something in Paris. Rango. Rango. A cat in Paris. Rango's obviously going to win, isn't it? Oh, they might go for more art. I think they will, yeah. I think Rango's pretty arty. But for I think a big, big Hollywood film. <laughs> the stuff that I think got overlooked. So Drive, and I thought Albert Brooks maybe could have got a shout for supporting actor for Drive. Oh, what about The Guard? Nothing for the guard. Nothing for the guard. Oh. I saw the guard on the plane as well. It's terrific, isn't it? Mm. Really good movie. Uh, the Michaels didn't do very well. Michael Fassbender and Michael Shannon should have got actor shouts from what I'm... Mm. Uh, Tilda Swinton got overlooked. And although I didn't like... Uh, we, need we need to talk, talk about, about Kevin. Kevin. She was brilliant. She's in great it. in that. Olivia Coleman overlooked as well. Yeah. Tyrannosaur. Um, Senna, Senna didn't make the documentary list. Wasn't that a technicality though? Or did they just not like it? Was that a technicality? Uh, I don't. I think they I've never. They didn't well. shortlist it for in the, in the start, did they? So no. it was never going to make the the final cut. No, but was that on a technicality or? Oh, I don't know. Um, and uh, but it sounds like people do care because the artists, since they were announced yesterday, two hundred percent, it's it's increased its box office in the states overnight. Right. Wow. So some people seem to care, and it's nice that it'll get a film like that a bit more attention. But yeah. really, we couldn't give a shit to be honest. Yeah. Do you know what else I watched on the plane? Jurassic Park. Oh. That was good. I've not seen it in about 10 years. Okay. Did you know? I was going to say it wasn't the first time you've seen it. No, no. I saw it, I saw it when I was a child. I watched Tyrannosaur over the weekend and it's called Tyrannosaur because of a Jurassic Park reference. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just thought it was quite nice because obviously there's no dinosaurs in it Did but you it enjoy is it? because of Jurassic Park. Did you enjoy the film? I, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was well made. It's very hard work. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a worthy piece. Uh, good work by Paddy on his directorial debut so Tilly if you had to put your career on the line and say uh, what is the best movie or what's going to win what are you going to say the artist is going to win best yeah. actor but I thought the dri- I thought Drive was the best one. Oh right okay best actor Drive George- was shortlisted for uh, I think sound editing because the soundtrack was brilliant on that yeah really, really what was good. that film with Ryan Gosling and George not that I've been looking up films with Ryan Gosling in but what was that film with George Clooney and Ryan Gosling that came out Ides of March is that anywhere was nope. that any good uh, apparently it's uh, yeah one to watch on DVD. The favourite for the actor is is um, George Clooney, but I think the artist dude will win. Ugh. I think he's really good in it. I think he yeah, should win. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And the actress, I think it'll be Meryl Streep. It's her seventeenth nomination. Get out. Uh, let's look at the uh, games that are coming out. But before we do that, let's look at the games that have sold well. FIFA still number one. The charts. One hundred percent success rate in two thousand. It is now the highest grossing sports game ever released ever anywhere. Ever. Did you know that? In your face, Madden. Yeah, screw you, MLB. Gretzky. <laughs> and Tiger. And MLB. <laughs> what is MLB? MLB? Major, Major, Major League Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Skyrim number two, Just Dance. Skyrim is holding on there much yeah. much more than expected, isn't it? Everybody loves Skyrim. Even I love Skyrim. I can't believe you love Skyrim. I'm so happy about yeah, this. I love it. I don't. Yeah, but you've not played it. I bet that, like Tom, if you actually played it, you'd be I have played converted. It. You haven't. I have. For how long? I've played it for about an hour. That's not enough. That's not enough. I don't care. I spoke to some dude about fucking sharpening my sword. Is that, I really don't care. That euphemism for masturbation. No. Oh. Right, that's the equivalent, considering the relative length of the game, of playing Call of Duty for 38 seconds and then saying you don't like it. <laughs> no, well, the thing is, if I play Call of Duty for an hour, I witness lots of guns and explosions, which is exactly God. what I want. Are you not happy with 12,000 cheese wheels rolling down a hill? But, but that's... You what? You can punch have, a dragon. Have you, have you seen that in the game? No. You've seen it on, seen a, it on a YouTube video. Exactly. Well, you I can, can literally watch YouTube punch videos. a dragon. 
Have you punched a dragon? I have punched a dragon with Did my fist. Did you punch it out? Punched it to death. No, you didn't. I on did. I've got cat claws. On, on the Are you si- a cat as well? Yeah. Oh, I'm a cat. I'm a lady cat, so I get double discrimination. On the site, oh, okay. there's a very good piece at the moment about why Call of Duty, uh, why Skyrim's not very good. Well, where it fails. It's where it fails, yeah. yeah. Which I think is quite an interesting... One of my favourite people, Nathan Grayson. Yeah. There you go. We wrote, okay. we did a similar feature a couple of months ago about what it does and doesn't improve about Oblivion. Yeah. So what you should adventure. do is read that, Alex, and then come back with some reasoned arguments next week. What's your character called? Kajira. Mm. Because she's a Kajit. <laughs> this is why it just turns my stomach. What oh about my you, Tom? God. What's your mine's, called? <laughs> mine's called Granny Baps. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. That's, that's awesome. What about yours, Stu? What's uh, yours? Mine's boring. Perseus. Perseus is quite good. Mm. Quite, it's, a bit, it's a bit classical for Skyrim. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit rugged. Uh, so, uh, is that the charts, Alex? That is the charts, yes. Thank well, you. Rayman well. Origins came in at number nine. That's interesting. Remember how it was came in at number 39 and we were all very sad about what well, I was anyway, very sad about yeah, it. It's slowly creeping up there. It's, it's crept up to number nine now. That's really 17 good. 17 last week. I'd Nine like this week. I'd like them to patch online co-op. Yeah, that would be great. I would play that a lot more if there was online co-op. Play Just the saying, hell out of that. putting it out there. There's a game out this week. <gasps> Which one? Fucking hell. Resident Evil Revelations on Nintendo 3DS. Oh, oh. hell yeah. Everyone is psyched. Oh, that plays the little doofad on the side of your thing. Yeah, yes. the 3DS boat. That's circle it. pad, yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah, the circle pad. pad pro. Did anyone play the demo? Yes. Yeah, I quite liked it. Mm. I thought it was good. It's good. Good. It, really like, works. it looks really good. I really love my 3DS. Yeah. I've fallen right back in love with it since yeah. Nintendo Letterbox. Yeah. Mailbox? So, well done. Letterbox. 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 Oh, yeah. We've had that discussion. Have we? Yeah. Mm. What films are out? We're going to talk about Sam Worthington. <laughs> 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 what does it mean? <laughs> um, films. Well, no, they'll do the charts first. Um, Warhorse stays at number one. <laughs> hey. Um And two new entries. Haywire came in at number two, which is boring. And Underworld Awakening number three, Ooh. which is probably boring. <laughs> so that's the chance. God, Chris. And coming out this week, we have um, the Chris. Descendants. What's exciting you at the moment? What are you most excited about in your life? I'm right about now? to get there. All right, I'm, I'm building up to it. Uh, the Descendants out this week, which looks very good, but I haven't seen. That's George Clooney's Oscar film, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Intruders, which is a horror film, which I'm posting my review when I finish this podcast. Is that good? No, it's oh. not very good. The Grey <laughs> sounds like a horror film. Uh, which is Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. The trailer makes it look like Liam Neeson punches a wolf, but apparently he doesn't. Oh, what? <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> he doesn't and, punch a wolf. That's a spoiler. It's much more arty than what it oh. looks like. I thought it was just him mano a mano with a wolf. Yeah. Mano a wolfo. Apparently he spouts poetry in it. What? Yeah. Have you heard the latest Liam Neeson news? He's apparently converting to Islam. Really? Yeah. Is this a punchline? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, just Liam. a fact. What? Poor Liam. Why? He's obviously going through some kind of spiritual crisis. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not poor Liam because you don't like Muslims. No. <laughs> God does. <laughs> wow. Christ. Jesus Please, Christ. Can I just reiterate? I do like Muslims. Wow, Palestine one week. <laughs> <laughs> Christ almighty. And a film that's coming out next Wednesday, which I got a sneak peek of last week, is called Chronicle, and it's brilliant, and I'm really excited about it. And there's a competition going on the site this week for you to be able to design a poster to win a PlayStation. So awesome. ties in nicely. It's a, it's a low-budget superhero movie that's kind of been made under the radar, and it uses the, the found footage uh, mechanism, but... Don't let that put you off because it's really well done. And uh, the last half hour is absolutely amazing. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, mm. so check that out if you can. Chris, I would really like you to play the game that I went to see in Japan. It's yeah. the one called Asura's Wrath. Because yep. it's essentially a really, really long animated film with occasional button presses. And as a person who's you know a games person, I look yeah. at it and I think, why am I only playing this 10% of the time, even though it's really fascinating? 
But I would like to see what you think of it from a film point of view. Yeah, because it I might just it? might just be a shit film. I've got I've got code. Let's play that. Let's do it. That's happening. It's feature people. Deal. Look out for this. Deal. And that's it for the movies. Have we got any listener feedback? We've got quite a lot of it, I think. Time What's for feedback. Alex? I've got Alex some... Got some someone switched him off. Does <laughs> <laughs> someone unplug him? I was, um, <laughs> I was actually on iTunes looking at our feedback. Because uh, uh, obviously I talk, ask people to leave feedback and give us good ratings on iTunes. And I do read every single one. Have yeah, we got good I ratings, do. Alex? Yes. Uh, we've had some very good ratings good. on there recently, so thank you very much. You spend all your time reading your feedback on iTunes and you just sleepwalk through the rest of the show. Brilliant. Sleeping. I just switched off for a little bit it's there. An and now I'm back, Butler. I've got some feedback. It's from Alexander Brandon Bravo. I like Ooh. him. I think that's a great name, Brandon Bravo. He says, he's talking about underappreciated games. And he says that Civilization V was extremely underappreciated because it didn't come out on consoles and was therefore not noticed. But he's had tons of fun with it on local multiplayer. Um, he's also a bit he's skeptical about Zelda Skyward Sword. He thinks people are turning their noses up at it, despite the fact it's really critically adored. I've experienced that. Yeah. Who? I don't know. Friends, random people. Get new friends. Yeah, I think I need new friends. Idiots. It's fine. Just chuck out the old ones. Civilization Five is is a game that I couldn't play because Civilization is one through four kind of ruined my life for about a month. Whenever I pick them up. Has anyone else experienced the crack like addiction of Civilization? New. Oh, well, that's a good conversation then. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. But that's pro- probably precisely the reason why, because it takes over your life. Yeah, as well. Skyrim does a bit as well, but at least in Skyrim you can sort of fool yourself that you're achieving something. You punch a dragon. Yeah, you can yeah. punch a fucking dragon. There is a piece, a, fucking dragon. There is a piece of feedback on iTunes. So I've just the most recent piece of feedback says, Alex Simmons, I know you were reading this. That's wow. weird. That's weird. <laughs> what? And that was what? sent on the but 22nd. But we're not live. Oh did you, did you write it yourself? No. Did I'm you not, miss writer? It's Rasmondo88. Hi there. That's freaky. That's very weird. Alex Simmons, I know you are reading this. <laughs> Hi. I have got an email from Edsel in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. Uh, can you stick it in the map, please, G'day, mate. Stuart? Throw some shrimps on the barbie. That's, that's Australia. Brilliant. Racist. It's all the yeah. same. Uh, <laughs> I have just listened to the latest podcast, and you were discussing keeping, keeping track of how many games you played or movies you watched over the year. For 2009, my friend challenged me to watch the equivalent of a movie a day for the entire year. Jeez. And I ended up watching 419 different movies wow. over the year. Oh. This all while I was working full-time and also leaving home for a month for a, a trip to the United Kingdom. The best movie he saw was... This is England. Oh, I saw that last night. And the worst one he saw was Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Terrible. So uh, amazing. Thanks for writing in, Edsel. Um, uh, I'd love to hear about the other movies you saw that year. Can we have a shout out for anybody in the Baltic states? Because we don't have many. <laughs> we don't have much. Big uh, up to the, the Baltics. Yeah, we don't have any pins in the map for that area. Can okay. I do a shout out to Adam, who was at the BAFTA Young Game Developers thing? And his game won a prize, and he was very nice. No, I'm afraid you can't. He said hello. At can the we? Can thing. we? Just a sec. Can we tell our Kiwi friend to seek out um, this is England TV series? Then yes, if he's enjoyed the film. Yes, do it, Edsel. We're big fans of that in here. It kind of messed me up though because the guy in this is England is Al Capone from yeah yeah from Boardwalk Empire. That was I couldn't figure that out for about half the film. I was just kind of looking with a slight. See that squint. would uh, that's why I haven't watched Boardwalk Empire because he's just going to be combo. No, you have to watch Boardwalk Empire. Right. You have to. You really do. I finished it last. Finished right. it last what, night. What second season? Just finished oh it. Oh my talk god! About oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely talk about that after the podcast. I'm excited. Oh, we're you won't, be, 
You woke Alex up again. <laughs> Marius Dunkley writes in and says, following an email from uh, listener on Podcast 121, you asked the games we completed in 2011. Here are his. Oh, my God. So he, I'm not going to read them all out because there are lots of them. He's wow. completed 40 of them. 40, 40 games? 40. And... Uh, let me you, also some of those he's he's platinumed so he's done a hundred percent so Pac-Man champion Dark Souls. Hang on a minute. Sorry. Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. You platinum that. L.A. Noir, Infamous Two. Uh, oh my God. Uncharted Three. Prince of Persia. Sands of Time HD. Prince of Persia. Warrior Within HD. Streets of Rage 2, Altered Beast. Pixel Junk Shooter. Pixel Junk Shooter Two. Comic Zone. What the fuck is that? Uh, those are the ones that he platinumed, and also, so what are we? How many days? Twenty-five days into January, he has uh, finished Assassin's Creed Revelations, Rayman Origins, platinumed, Skyward Sword, Super Mario 3D Land, and Mario Kart. That's Bloody hell, mate! That Get some fresh air. What does this mean? There's a lot of games. <laughs> that really is a lot of games. It means he plays a lot of games for a long time. I can't understand. I hope you do other things as well. I'm impressed with your gaming prowess. Yeah, and write about but them as well. Do That'd be things. really interesting to So Mario's Dunkley slam dunk those bastards, wow. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, on the same theme, I have an email from Matt from Liverpool who says, I was listening to last week's podcast where you were talking about games you'd completed in the past year. This got me thinking as to what game you think you've ever played for the longest amount of time. A friend of mine recently told me that Steam tracks how long you played each game for. Turns out I played Football Manager 2012 for a total of 606 hours. Jesus <laughs> Christ! As I wrote this message, I think this is pretty sad, especially considering that the game only came out last October. Bloody <laughs> hell. 606 hours? Oh god. my god. That is we we our cap to you, Matt. That is I properly also insane. Also, get some fresh air. <laughs> so, what game do you think you played for the longest uh, well, time ever? Nothing wow. anywhere near that kind of Are we talking of single game or series? Because I've probably played Guitar Hero for about 600 hours. All the different ones. There you go. Mm. Guitar Hero. Skyrim put 55 hours in over the space of like two weeks. Is that the longest you've ever played That's a game? That I, yeah, before that it was Grand Theft Auto 4, which mm. I played for like 40 hours. Yeah, probably GTA 4, I would say. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of good playing that. Yeah. yeah. Probably spent like, a good 200 hours in Oblivion. I've spent a lot of, like 40 hours I think is pretty easy to spend in a game. Yeah. But I, 606 hours, Jesus, nowhere near it. My partner's little boy has played Ghostbusters the game for 101 hours. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. It's extraordinary. He ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> he certainly isn't anymore. <laughs> or or Gloast, if you work for the Metro. Uh? The Nazi Metro had a typo, it was Gloast Recon. <laughs> really? Yeah, in a headline yeah. as well, which I thought oh was really oh good. Oh my yeah. god. Gloast Recon. George Dobson has wrote to us, I've never heard much discussion about the Hitman series. I thought I'd write in and ask you what your opinions are. P.S. It may not be glamorous, but I expect you to put a pin on Watford, the pearl of South Hertfordshire. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in. Hitman. Anyone a fan? Love Hitman. Love it. Although I find it really... Um, I fell out with Hitman when they did those adverts for, I think, Absolution in 2006, mm. which was a bunch of pretty women who'd been shot, which Aye. I thought wasn't really a very good advert. Mm, Didn't like that at all. Turning me on. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Shit. God. So the th I, See, I think Hitman has great ideas, but the execution often is poor. Execution! <laughs> okay! <laughs> good night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean that as a gag. I was being serious, for God's sake. Sorry. You know, I've got a massive, massive weakness for games that are a bit shit, but oh, yeah. have great ideas, like, like Deadly Premonition as well. Not like... You're a Skyrim. <laughs> Amazing. But um, 
things like Deadly Premonition, the original Hitman, I loved it because it was just slightly broken. Yeah. But you wanted but, to love it anyway. That's IO games all over, isn't it? It is, yeah. Some good ideas. But See, I, I don't know about you, but I preferred the sequel, the Hitman and Her. Brilliant. Yeah. But you're excited for the new one. For the older listeners. Target audience there, Chris. The new one seems like it might compromise a little bit on the kind of freeform open world killy killing assassinness. Yeah. And be a bit more like, you have to do this. Yeah. Because the cool thing about Hitman was that it genuinely didn't tell you what to do. Like, it would be like, kill this guy. And you'd be like, okay. And then you'd figure out some completely absurd way to do it. Mm. Like dressing up as a maid and finding him in the shower or something. And uh, in I like the sound of this. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you could do it in loads of different ways as well. And because the game was slightly broken, you could do it in really ridiculous ways. It didn't make any any sense, and that was half the fun. And as the Hitman games have kind of progressed, it's getting. To, and now, now we seem to be at the point where it's all very polished, and there's one way to do it. And if you don't do it the right way, the game will be like, nope, nope, do it again, which would sort of ruin the point of Hitman. I've not seen the new one. We have no. got an article about the new one going up. Yeah. By the time you listen to this, it'll be on the website. Yes. Um, because one Stace, our new one of our new part-time team members, has gone to see it. <laughs> Part-time team members? What do we call Stace? I don't think that the Friend listeners the care. <laughs> you can just see it on the website. Yeah, <laughs> true. But Look at the website. Did have, you did have some nice breakfast this morning. I've got a thing from Adam Quincy, who says, Going back to the podcast archives, I can't remember which episode it was, but you named the tune that you play at the start and the end of the podcast. Any chance you can let me know what it is and where to find it? Well, no, because uh, it doesn't have a name. Or you could just Hayden, email it over. Hayden Gibson wrote it for us. Yeah. It doesn't exist in the in the outside world other than within the podcast. the podcast. Can we email it to Adam Quincy? Yes, I will get in touch. Adam Quincy's it written in twice this week, actually. I've got another email. And if Adam well. maybe can think of a name for it. Yeah, yeah by it. all means, call it something. Yeah. The Beast. Rather than the IGN UK podcast theme tune. Yeah. Um, that does what it says on the tin, though. Mm-hmm. Why does, does he want it anyway? I think he wants to remix it, so I'll, I'll dig it out and I'll send it over to you. Can he not put sounds of me uh, doing uh, that uh, over it? Uh, <laughs> that, <wouldn't be> good. <laughs> that was a great remix. I have another email here from Scott Mackey. Um, who's talking about Mass Effect 3's Kinect features and thought, wouldn't a standard headset be better suited for the voice commands? If you think about it, there's a distance between the player and the Kinect, so it might not pick up what you say and choose a different response to the one you wanted or pick up a lot of background noise. He also says, so stick a pin in your map for... Stick a pin? Stickopedia. Stick a pin in your map for Aberdeen because you have at least one listener there. Stu, stick, stick your pin in Aberdeen. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I played Mass Effect 3. I played an hour and a half of it yesterday. It's on Connect? Amazing. No, not, no, not Connect. I will never play on Connect. Well, James, it won't, it won't Carnage. You, will it? I'm not, it <laughs> or Joey Carnage, as he's called it last week. Joey Carnage. Carnage. <laughs> uh, Adam Quincy also wrote in again. Uh, he says, We didn't what? discuss that previous one. Oh, did we? No. What was it? Oh, the headset. Yeah, of course. Why not, have, why not do it through the headset? It's they're ridiculous. only doing it through Connect. So it's going to be like, you'll, you'll be like, uh, I don't agree with you. And then it'll be like, yeah. Try again. Yeah, but I don't. I don't agree, and it'll ruin it immediately. Yeah, why it's not, not do work. it with a headset? Headset's a much better idea. First hour and a half of Mass Effect Three, though. Very good. You were excited about Mass yeah, Effect. Yeah, I'm 3. very excited about Mass Effect Three. Yeah, and not just because it's got a man on man sex scene in it. What? No, I, I, I played oh, the woman anyway. Oh, oh, so I can do woman on woman sex scene. Can't yeah, I? there's there's always a few of those in Mass Effect. Oh yeah. Oh. Great. Sorry, because that's where I, I, <laughs> that's where I get my kicks by playing forty hours of a sci-fi, just so I can have a little. Yeah, there uh, are easier ways to look at softcore porn. There are easier yeah. ways. Uh, Adam Quincy says, "What do you have to do to become named a friend of the show?" Cash, cash, whole coal high presents, which actually made me think. Yeah, I often I think it's normally if people have emailed in more than once, or we've met you in person. Mm. 
and we remember your name that you become a friend of the show. So now you've had two emails read out on one episode. You're now a friend of the show, Adam Quincy. Do we need to, do we need to meet him in person as well? Uh, not necessarily. Can he send us some food? The Beast from the East, he's a friend friend of the show. We've never met him. The Beast from the Middle East. The Beast from the Middle East. Yeah, he, he writes in quite often. Yeah. <laughs> so he's Shout a friend of the show. Never met him. <laughs> Maybe I should write a list of my favourite friends it, of the show. Is he a dictator? <laughs> he's, he's, he's been quiet for the last few months. No, he? he emailed the other week. He just His letter didn't get read out. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Beast from the Middle East. Yeah. Poor Beast. Um, I have an email from Dave Merritt who says. You were wondering about the reason behind the naming of the 1999 mode in Bioshock Infinite. Mm. Although I can't be sure, I would suggest that it is a reference to System Shock 2, the challenging cyberpunk shooter slash RPG, Irrational made prior to Bioshock, which was released in 1999. Did nobody get that on the podcast when that question was asked? <laughs> we no. didn't really no. look into okay. it. it. Actually, it happened just before we went on, went, went on to record yeah. it, didn't we? Yeah. Just like the Resident Evil thing happened. Before we recorded. That's harsh, yeah. Yeah. Is that the reason that it's called 1999 mode? Yes. It's as good as any. That is the reason. How is do it? you know that? Because it's obvious. Why? Because of the context. Well, that's a also, really Prince reason. is a playable character. Could... <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's true, they should come up with a more exciting reason yeah, for 1999 mode. I'm disappointed. Good. Email from Chris Hill says, Are any of you worried about Bioshock being ruined? Uh, after seeing a few preview clips of Bioshock Infinite, I'm worried it's totally forgotten its roots. Underwater city? Gone. Playing field based around 1930s style? Gone. Replaced with Skytrax, so you hang off. I just don't get it. It should be a completely new game in its own right. Do you not want... But you've just said you want the same thing as in Bioshock 1 and 2, haven't you? You want Underwater City? I think that's I what he's saying. I yeah. didn't oh. say that. Oh. What? This is an email... I know I, I was talking to the listener, not you. I started to try to channel him. <laughs> <laughs> right, start again. Sorry, sorry. We're all here for every podcast we've done. <laughs> start again. That was not good. Uh, what's his name? Chris Hill. I think you're completely wrong, Chris Hill. If all sequels were just basically the same thing again, it would just be Bioshock 2 all over again. That's what I was Surely? trying to say. Or Bioshock. Yeah, but I, I think they've done the right thing with the sequel like this. They're expanding the universe, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. It feels like a Bioshock game, but it's not a direct copy of anything that's been for. I'm and really that's excited about good. it. I think it's going to be great. I wouldn't want it again, because Bioshock 2 was Bioshock 1 again, and mm. just wasn't as good, Bioshock was it? Bioshock 2 was yeah. a bit boring. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's great that they've they've moved on. Oh, what other games could be reboot, well, re-brought back in a, a whole new setting? and. It takes someone like Irrational to reimagine a game that properly, though. Yeah. you know, People don't do that often, they just call it something new. I don't know why they've called it Bioshock apart from for brand recognition. Yeah, it hasn't really got that much in common. Yeah, apart from maybe the plasmids. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe there is something in there that we don't know about. I'm really psyched for E3 this year because they're going to show it properly. Oh, like totally psyched totally E3, like, man. Really psyched. <laughs> that show is going to be like, like so I'm like amazing. I'm super excited for it. It's going to be amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But then you want that from the sequel. You want new <laughs> locations. Really you want uh, something different being done with it. I guess maybe uh, Blair Witch Project 2 was probably a bad example of yeah. completely mm. changing it. I think games um, should forget their roots more often. Yeah. They get too hamstrung and tied down by said roots. Yeah, but look at Empire Strikes Back. They took it, um, put it in the completely new settings, added whole new characters in, and no one said it's not Star Wars enough, did they? So, did they? Does anyone remember? <laughs> no, I don't remember. I wasn't there. No. You were there, man. There you go. Yeah. Any more feedback? That's it. Uh, that's it for listener feedback. Uh, and that's it for this week's podcast. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our Start channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash start. And uh, the programs will go live next Tuesday. That's the 31st of January. 
Uh, and in the meantime, leave us something nice on iTunes because I do read everything. <laughs> leave us something nice. And just, just write Alex Simmons. I know you're, yeah. re- I know you're reading Le- this. Leave me personal Because I think a lot of people may have turned off by this point. But if you get to this point and you're listening to it. Leave me a message. Leave a message on iTunes saying, Alex Simmons, I know you're reading this. Oh, with Alex a five-star Simmons, rating. look out your window. I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Uh, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you same time next week. Bye. 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 B